One of the nation's best cornerbacks in Aaron Scott and a four-star running back prospect, Derek McFall, both included Louisville in their list cuts. It's all about Flyville 24 talk on today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Louisville Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. This episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. As always, I want to personally thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville Podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. As I mentioned, all about Flyville 24 on today's episode of the show, we'll begin by discussing elite top 50 prospect Aaron Scott Jr., including Louisville in his um, favorite schools. It is a top 12 list cut, but nonetheless, we'll talk about why it's significant. We will then discuss um, four-star running back prospect Derek McFall, including the Cardinals in his top six. And then to conclude the show, we'll talk about three players who took unofficial visits to the Cardinals program this past weekend. That is um, three star, I'm sorry, four-star wide receiver James Madison II, three-star linebacker Nicholas Rodriguez, and three-star cornerback Raymond Mosby. So a lot of football recruiting talk on today's show, so let's get right on into it. The significant news, or I should say one of the pieces of significant news because there's been a lot of solid um, recruiting news over the past couple weeks for Louisville when it comes to visitors, um, things of that nature. Aaron Scott Jr., he's a highly rated player that we've talked about before on this show when we discussed uh, Louisville offering Aaron Scott. Um, but for those who need a refresher, Aaron Scott is a one of the best cornerbacks in the nation, fourth best cornerback in the country, according to the uh, 247sports.com, 36th best prospect in the country, number one in the state of Ohio. He cut his list to 12. Louisville made that list cut. That is, obviously, you look at it and it's like, okay, well, 12 schools, okay, Louisville was uh, joined by Oregon, USC, Ohio State, Tennessee, Michigan, Penn State, Notre Dame, Kentucky, Oklahoma, um, I, I think those are the remaining schools. Um, but nonetheless, you look at that and you say, well, Dalton, I mean, it's top 12. How much does it really matter? Well, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I guess it, it's not necessarily a true indication of Louisville being a serious contender in this recruitment. But make no mistake about it, you cannot spin this in a bad light. This is very solid news for Louisville for, I'd say, probably two reasons. Number one, Louisville is continuing to be you know, in the mix with top prospects. Now, whether or not they are going to be in serious contention when it gets down to you know time for a decision or nearing one of the signing days, I mean, th- there's no guarantee. But Louisville being in the mix still is good news. Um, Also, a little bit more specifically, 
We mentioned on this show Louisville trying to get involved in the state of Ohio. We've seen over the past couple seasons, Mark Stoops and company have really, really recruited the state of Ohio well over at Kentucky. Um, Obviously, um, there's a lot of talented prospects in the southern Ohio area from Cincinnati on up to Columbus. And then you have players from Dayton and Cleveland that are pretty solid as well. And we've talked about a couple of prospects from Ohio that, Louisville has offered and has gotten on visits, but Aaron Scott Jr. is the number one prospect in Ohio. Um, This is solid news. Granted, you have to kind of pump the brakes a little bit when you talk about the significance because you don't want to undersell it, but you also don't want to overreact to it, right? I think there's a healthy medium there. There's a fine line you really can't cross, Um, but I think that this is good news for Louisville no matter how you spin it because even though you can say, well, it's top 12. It doesn't matter. It sure as hell beats not being included in that top 12. So that's something to focus on now. Um, what we need to look at right now is that Aaron Scott is currently being crystal crystal ball projected to Ohio State. There are two predictions in from Steve Wiltfong, who is absolutely money when it comes to recruiting predictions. Uh, Bill, I think it's Kurlick. Is that how you say his name, uh, Bill Kerlick, the Ohio State insider, both have predictions for Ohio State, both with a confidence of six, which ranges out to about medium. But um, obviously Ohio is going to be in the mix. Um, Michigan is also a team that you would assume is going to be a team that's going to be right there as well. Um, but overall, I, I personally think that you know, it's good news that Louisville is is right there. Now, granted, it's going to have to, um, you know, we're going to have to see Louisville try to get an official visit, and that's something that you have to focus on here is seeing um, Louisville get an official visit because I think that that really is a telltale sign of where um, a recruit is seriously considering and, um, you know, how that is going to pan out for his recruitment. Um, kind of looking now at, uh, let's see, I thought that there was something, I thought I'd seen an article that talked about, um, you know, the visits that he's looking to take. Um, let's see, has official visits lined up for Ohio State, um, has visited Michigan, has visited Tennessee, um, kind of looking on down the line, uh, nonetheless, I think you get the point. Louisville has to um, get an official visit, I think, to really be uh, a key player in this recruitment. But I want to read what Gabe Brooks, the national scouting analyst for 24-7 Sports, said about Aaron Scott in his um, in his scouting report. Um, said, adequate height with good length, verified entering junior season, looks and plays larger than that verified size. Length manifests in ball production, not only picked off five passes as a junior, but got his hands on everything else. Disruptive and consistently competitive at the catch point. Good ball skills as evidenced by counting stats. He goes on to say hyper competitive nature you like to see on the outside. Plays aware with obvious anticipatory instincts. Has shown competency in a variety of coverages and has also played over the top on occasion. Excellent athletic profile with basketball and limited track and field experience. Terrific functional 
athlete whose verified markers in testing and track suggest room for improvement in overall explosiveness, including top-end gear, strong in coverage, but needs to add mass and strength as a tackler to be more consistent in that department. Obviously, basketball player, track and field as well, as we mentioned. Um, You look at kind of the trail of where things are in his recruitment um just visited tennessee not too long ago just got offered from louisville back in january so you wonder if the cardinals are going to be able to um you know be able to make up any ground in that recruitment but nonetheless this makes a ton of sense uh for louisville to pursue obviously when you discuss how elite of a prospect aaron scott is i think that at the end of the day he is obviously one of the most explosive defensive backs in the class, one of the best overall defensive backs. Um, And I'm interested to see just how serious Louisville can get in this recruitment. Um, This is what he had to say to Alan True of 247sports.com. I don't really have any set as of right now. Uh, Talking about official visits, I'm really looking at all the 12 schools I just put in my top 12. Um... I plan on committing sometime after officials end of June or middle of July. I want to see, I want to find out if I will really get developed and it's, and if it's real love between me and the coaches. Um, this is what he had to say about Louisville. Um, basically says this Florida state and Oklahoma are schools further away who Scott is intrigued by, but has not visited yet. They'll be good options for officials because of that. And getting him to campus will be keys for both. And then I say that because this is also said, the same will go for Louisville, who he has not visited yet, but he still could for a spring practice. So I think that that's the next step in this recruitment here for the Cardinals, obviously, is getting that visit squared away um, and you know, getting him on campus potentially for the spring game in, what is that, a week now? Wow, gosh, time is absolutely flying by in, um, in April, but... Um, I think that obviously getting him on a visit and then I I think after that, it's the official visit. I think the unofficial is first and hopefully the unofficial goes well enough to where then you could possibly get an official visit down the line. So um, very elite prospect, Uh, you know, watching the film just screams NFL talent. So I'm very interested to see how this recruitment is going to play out for Louisville, but make no mistake about it. I know it's top 12. I know it's even still early in the process, but Louisville has their work cut out for them, and it's nice that they are included in this recruitment. So I want to talk now about another prospect that has included Louisville in his list cut. This one a little bit more um, narrowed down as Derek McFall, four-star running back prospect, has included Louisville in his top six. We'll talk about that recruitment here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Place your first bet and go or get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. What bets would I look at? Look at the Aaron Judge home run totals, not only for the season but for a game. A pitcher to go over on strikeouts. Uh, Build a profile with your favorite matchup of the day. Don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. 
All right, so discussing another prospect that has cut his list with Louisville included is four-star running back Derek McFall from Tyler High School. Um, Louisville has been included with the Florida Gators, Texas A&M Aggies, Texas Longhorns, Alabama Crimson Tide, and the TCU Horned Frogs. So the Cardinals are in um, pretty solid company with three in-state schools that are very solid um, and two SEC teams, one of them being the Alabama Crimson Tide, and the other one is no slouch either. That is the Florida Gators. Um, so a couple things to look at here. Um, the first thing to focus on is that McFall isn't necessarily playing the most traditional role at his high school. Um, Tyler High School, what he's had to focus on is doing a little bit of everything. He's playing quarterback, and he's playing running back as well. You look at the statistics of what he was able to do. Uh, Tyler didn't have that great of a season. The Lions were 2-8, and eight, um, but do not let that take away from what McFall was able to do this past season. He had 445 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, which isn't necessarily going to jump off the page. Um, had 218 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown, which also isn't going to jump off the page. And 226 receiving yards and one receiving touchdown, which is, once again, not going to jump off the page. However, when you talk about what he had to do for Tyler High School, the real question is, what did he not have to do for the Lions offense? Um, was the main point of focus, um, the main defensive game plan was schemed around uh, Derek McFall. And if you have some concerns over how he projects to the collegiate level, how his skill set translates to the next level, just look at the six schools that are involved in his recruitment. Now, you can look at the, the ranking and say, well, sometimes that's not going to be you know, the end-all be-all. I mean, after all, according to 24-7 Sports, he's rated as the 235th best player, 20. 20th best athlete and 39th best prospect in the state of Texas. So um, listed as an athlete, but more specifically as a running back. So I wonder, you know, is that going to hold up in college? You would probably assume that he's either going to be a running back or a receiver, um, you know, with his skill set. But I guess you can't rule out the quarterback position either. But it seems like running back is the logical destination that a lot of recruiting services have. Um, they have... Derek McFall listed at. Um, but even if you don't think that, um, you know, even if you don't think that the rankings are something that you can trust here, I am a firm believer that the offer sheet kind of tells you everything you need to know. Now, there are obviously outliers. There are uh, players that get great offers and don't pan out. There are players that don't get a lot of offers and go on to be NFL draft picks, um, so on and so forth. So you can't take everything as gospel. But overall, I think that the six schools that are involved, Texas, Texas A&M, and TCU, I know TCU hasn't been the greatest, but all three schools have been recruiting at a very, very high level. So the notion that these three schools are in the top six makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense, obviously, with him being from Tyler High School in Tyler, Texas, which I, oh my gosh, I am, um, you know, obviously I have a lot of familiarity with Houston, but when it comes to the, the, um, in coordinates with Tyler and where that's at, I, I kind of struggle to, um, remember where that's at. Uh, I think it's kind of, 
it's not Houston area. It's more so closer to like Dallas, I think, and close to the Louisiana line. Um, nonetheless, I digress. It really doesn't matter. But what does matter is that he's from the state of Texas, and three state powers are in the mix here. And it just so happens that the other two outside of Louisville are Nick Saban in Alabama and um, Billy Napier and Florida. You may think, well, Florida, does it really make sense? Well, you understand Billy Napier is from Louisiana Lafayette. That's where he came from. He has ties to this area, to the state of Louisiana from the boot. He also has ties to the Lone Star State. So that's something to focus on here. So um, Louisville has their work cut out for them. Um, This is... Uh, interview with Chad Simmons from On3. This is what he had to say about Louisville. As for Louisville, McFall said that the Cardinals coaching staff have told him that they see a lot of potential in his game to excel both in college and after. They're saying I could come in as a freshman and immediately play. They're saying I have the type of potential to win a Heisman and stuff like that. I had, I'd have a great opportunity there to make it to the next level quick and easy. So, um, Obviously, with Jeff Brom and company prioritizing Derek McFall and the skill set that he has, um, you would lead you would be led to believe that um, you know the Cardinals would look to utilize him in a bunch of different ways, sort of how they utilized Rondell Moore, but more so in the running back position. Now, the Cardinals do have a four-star running back committed already. That is um, Miami's Isaac Brown. However, I think it is almost common knowledge now that it is safe to assume that Louisville is going to take more than one running back in this class because um, you look at the offers that they have out, players that are on campus. Jason Brown, one of the nation's most elite running backs, is visiting this upcoming weekend from the Seattle area. Um, And then not to mention, there's a chance that Jawar Jordan, could go to the NFL. Um, Isaac Garendo, grad transfer from Wisconsin, likely probably won't be back next season. I'm not sure if he has any eligibility left, but nonetheless, um, you could be without Garendo and Jawar Jordan. So that would leave um, that would leave Isaac Brown. That would leave um, Kiwan Brown the true freshman from Atlanta, and Maurice Turner. So that's three running backs. You're looking to probably have a position group of about five or so uh, that can possibly go out and compete. But uh, when you watch Derek McFall's uh, film, I mean, you kind of overlook the record because the explosiveness is evident absolutely immediately right away, whether it's um, under center utilizing the read option packages or you know, he's lined up in the backfield or even out wide. I think once he touches the ball, he is an immediate threat to score the football um, from wherever on the field. There's been many times this season, this past season, to where he broke off a lot of big-time yardage plays. Um, and I think that a lot of uh, great offensive minds in college football, like Sonny Dykes at TCU, um, like Jeff Brom at Louisville, um, you know, what Alabama has um, – so on and so forth, you have to be wondering of how many different ways can you utilize Derek McFall on the football field. I mean, he is absolutely phenomenal. So um, Louisville has their work cut out for them here. Obviously, it's going to depend on whether or not Louisville can get an official visit and try to uh, go down to Texas and battle with some of the big-time programs down in that area. So um, not done with football talk just yet. Three key players to know that visited campus this past week. We'll talk about them here in just a second. James Madison II, Nicholas Rodriguez, and Raymond Mosby. We'll talk about those three in just a second, like I said, after we um, thank you all again 
for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder, the Locked On the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team, every day. Many key prospects across the country are visiting Louisville unofficially as they are visiting other schools unofficially as well all throughout spring ball. Uh, Three key prospects to watch for. James Madison, Nicholas Rodriguez, Raymond Mosby, all three visited this past weekend. The first two uh, are high school teammates from Fort Lauderdale. They play for St. Thomas. I always get this wrong. I think it's Aquinas, Aquinas, Aquinas. Somebody's going to roast me in in the comments. I don't care. Uh, Madison is rated the 289th best prospect in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite. According to Southeast Director of Scouting uh, for 24-7 Sports, Andrew Ivins has him uh, has said this about him: uh, a gangly pass catcher with surprising run after catch capabilities, measured just over six foot three, one ninety in the spring of last year. More importantly, had a six foot eight wingspan. Wow! First emerged on the recruiting scene as a freshman. Um, long stride allows him to chew up turf as he works his way up the field with superb body control. Um, has proven to be a bit of a mismatch on the inside as he can quickly stack linebackers or safeties and get vertical on post-corner routes. At one point, it looked like he was going to grow into a tight end, but um, continues to bill himself as a larger wide receiver. Six foot three, 190 pounds, a lot of top offers here. Um, Florida State, one to watch for uh, Ron Dugans being the main recruiter there. Kentucky is also a team that is in the mix uh, with uh, Mike Stoops recruiting him. But Georgia has offered, Florida State has offered, Colorado, Alabama, um, so on and so forth, LSU, uh, Miami, Michigan, Oregon, Mississippi, Penn State. The list goes on. He is definitely uh, one to watch for here. Florida State has had him on campus for a visit, um, and it seems like uh, Michigan is going to be in the mix, but the Seminoles could definitely be a, a school to watch for here in terms of favorites. Uh, Nicholas Rodriguez, his high school teammate, a three-star linebacker from Fort Lauderdale, ranked as the 549th best player according to 24-7 Sports, 52nd best linebacker. Um, this is what he told Jody Demling of 24-7 Sports Cardinal Authority. I had a great visit there, and it was great. I had a visit there, and it was great. I talked to coaches Mark Ivey, Ron English, and then to Jeff Brom. Um, not a ton of insight there, but the notion that he is on campus is solid. When you watch his film, Nicholas Rodriguez jumps off the page. Um, hard-hitting physical linebacker that is able to you know do solid in defending the run, but also extremely solid in um, pass coverage as well for an off-ball linebacker. I think in Louisville's 4-2-5 setting, he's probably not more so an inside linebacker, but maybe like a, an outside linebacker in the Ben Perry role. Um, I think he's more of a linebacker than Ben Perry was at this stage in their respective careers. But ultimately, um, Rodriguez is a player that at six foot one, 190, really, really is a is a tough player to go up against. Um, Ohio State is a team that is in the mix here. Kentucky, Tennessee, Miami are also uh, getting visits from Rodriguez. LSU has offered. Michigan State has offered. Nebraska, Mississippi, Penn State, Tennessee. Um, so it would suggest that even though he's ranked just inside of the top 550, I think the film speaks for itself. This is a player that 
Honestly, I would be surprised if there are 250 better players in the country than Nicholas Rodriguez. He is a fantastic player. He fills a position of need that Louisville needs to address moving forward at the linebacker position. And I really hope that that South Florida connection is able to extend for players like James Madison II and Nicholas Rodriguez. Um, The other prospect that visited campus is a player that I'm particularly high on his game. That is Raymond Mosby. Uh, plays for Westlake High School in Atlanta. Originally, I think he's originally from the Louisiana area, more so New Orleans specifically, but uh, transferred or moved over to Georgia where he plays for Westlake, who um, had a solid season this past year. Six-foot cornerback, 175 pounds, had, um, let's see, 17 tackles, uh, multiple pass deflections. Um, play, like I said, played for Westlake, who... Um, contends in Georgia's, I think it's the highest classification in Georgia that Westlake plays in. But I really, really am a fan of Mosby's game, uh, ranked as the 956th best player in the country, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, 78th best cornerback, 86th best in the state of Georgia, six foot, 175-pound uh, defensive back. Uh, Mississippi State is one to watch for here, I think, is um, one of the significant teams to watch. Um, Made unofficial visits last fall to North Carolina, Tennessee, and Ohio State. But I really, really like Mosby's game. I think that he probably projects to be a boundary cornerback at the next level, has shown the ability to excel in zone coverage, but also do well as as, as a man or in man coverage. Uh, pressing at the line of scrimmage despite being six foot, which honestly is pretty decent size for a defensive back, especially at the cornerback position. I know that uh, it seems like trends are that, you know, guys six, two and over are starting to get prioritized in the NFL. Regardless, I think that Mosby has that talent. I just don't believe that there are nearly a thousand players better than him. I think that he is a player that plays in a really, really talented classification in Georgia. Um, gets overlooked a little bit, might not necessarily put up the statistics, but I don't necessarily think that that um, attests to you know the potential that he has because I think he's a very talented player. Um, I really would love to see the Georgia connection continue with this one, continuing to try to build that pipeline, especially into such a talented area like the 404. Um, so I think that Mosby is a guy that um, does a good job of high-pointing the football, a good job of reading the opposing quarterback, understanding you know what's happening in front of him um, at a very high level to where he's able to jump passing lanes and contend balls thrown to a receiver. So um, another prospect, along with James Madison the second and um, Nicholas Rodriguez, that are obviously um, – other guys that Louisville wants. Um, thanks again, like I said, for making Lockdown Louisville your first listen of the day. Be sure to tune in to tomorrow's episode. More football recruiting talk. We'll talk about Chris Johnson, uh, the second visiting. We will discuss uh, Christian Peterson, including Louisville in his list cut. And also the big news, Jason Brown, top 100 prospect from the Seattle area, is going to be on campus this weekend. So be sure to stay tuned into that, but that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.